Do you want to wake up feeling like you are stepping into who you are meant to be? Into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Hopeful and Wholesome. I am Hope Pedraza, and I am a certified holistic nutritionist, and we are talking, well, I'm by myself, and we are talking about five little-known weight loss saboteurs, all right? These are the things that can be, could be, sabotaging your weight loss, and you don't even know it, right? You're trying to do all the things and do all the things right, and you've got just some things working in the background that really could be keeping you from reaching your goals. And a lot of these aren't addressed and it's not something that whatever program or diet or whatever that you've done might have addressed either. So I'm going to list these out for you and kind of give you the fix per se. So the number one, well, these aren't in any particular order, but number one of the five little known weight loss saboteurs is stress. And this might not be a surprise to you. We've done a lot of episodes on stress. In fact, you can go back and look at those actually for your fix, right? You can go back, especially episode number 37, where I talk with Kathy Groover about it. You can kind of learn more about how to improve your health and managing stress. But basically, stress activates your fight or flight response, which is your body's involuntary response to a threat, right? It's what makes your heart race and your pulse quicken and all of that. The main hormone released during this response is cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and it boosts your insulin level. So when your cortisol is constantly heightened because it boosts your insulin level, it can cause you to kind of pack on the pounds, especially around the midsection, which is not what we're going for. So it's, and it also speeds up cortisol, speeds up the aging process. It it makes your collagen break down faster, which I'm sure a lot of y'all listening know this is kind of what you know helps keep our skin tight and young. It suppresses your immune system. It increases your risk of heart attack, stroke, kidney disease, interferes with serotonin, which can lead to depression and anxiety and insomnia. There's so many things that can happen from elevated cortisol. And when you're in a constant state of stress, you are in a constant state of elevated cortisol levels. And the foods that you choose can actually make it work worse too. So caffeine and sugar stimulate the nervous system which increases agitation, right? And I know a lot of y'all don't want to hear that because a lot of y'all are probably coffee drinkers and you're like, okay, yeah, right. I'm not going to give up my coffee. But I would highly recommend that maybe you limit your coffee. Maybe you try decaffeinated or try something a little different, maybe hot tea, something without caffeine, because really and truly caffeine can help keep that cortisol at an elevated level. And it actually can affect your hormones as well, which is another way that can, you know, kind of keep you from losing weight. So caffeine can affect things like that. High fat foods can cause digestive issues and which can, you know, is is more stress on your body when your digestive system isn't really working like it should. And when you have a diet that's void of nutrients that don't supply the nutrients that you need, your body can't deal with stress properly. It doesn't have the nutrients that it needs to deal with stress and to kind of minimize stress and in like repair your body. So it just leads to this constant cycle of inflammation. 
So it's not all gloom and doom here, people. (laughs) There is a fix. So, I mean, honestly, just deal with your stress. There are so many ways to do this. Again, you can go back and listen to episode 37. And and there's a couple other episodes where we talk about stress. But episode 37, we really dive deep into it. But we talk about things like deep breathing and meditation. Those are great things to deal with stress. Maybe it's getting outdoors, going for a walk, getting adequate sleep, which is seven to eight hours a night. All of that is going to, this is when you're, that's when your body repairs itself. So all of that is going to help limit the stress. And then again, I'm going to say it again. Limiting caffeine. I know it's hard for some of y'all. Just try it. Just try it. When you work with me in my program, we can help you get it down. <laughs> like we really can. And I know it sounds scary and you're like, well, I'm never going to do that. But I, I can guarantee you that the ladies who have gone through my program, it is like a game changer. And just for so many reasons, which, you know, we can get into in another, at another time, but caffeine and sugar do help put more stress on your body. So just remember that. Okay, so number two, little known weight weight loss saboteur is feeding your thirst. Now, this one is pretty quick and easy here, pretty simple. But a lot of times people think they're hungry when in reality, they just need some water. And I would say in my experience working with people, I dare to say it's definitely more than half. I don't want to give like a bogus statistic here, but I would say seven or eight out of 10 people that I work with don't drink nearly enough water. Like it's definitely close to like 80% of people. So if you're not sure whether you're hungry or thirsty, assume that you're thirsty and then drink some water. <laughs> and then you can really tell if you're hungry or not, right? Digestion or digestion, dehydration could really be leading you to consume extra calories, right? You're just dehydrating your body's like, no, I need water. I need water. So, um, and it really does help hinder a lot of other other things too when you're dehydrated. It's really going to affect your digestion and your body's way of eliminating and detoxifying your body, which also could help, you know, affect your weight loss efforts. So water is so crucial. So my fix is super easy for y'all here. Just drink more water, drink more water all day long. I recommend, and you know, a lot of times people have this formula for based on, you know, it's like every, it's an ounce for half your body weight or whatever. I just like to be pretty general. And I like to recommend at least three liters a day. And that's about 100 ounces or so. And three liters a day is usually a safe bet. Now, if you drink more, cool. But I think that, you know, it's also obviously going to depend on a lot of things. It's going to depend on your activity level and your hormones and how, you know, your body size, your body weight, how active you are throughout the day. It's going to depend on a lot of stuff. But if you want just a general recommendation, I say at least get three liters a day. That should be good. Okay, so number three of the three five little-known weight loss saboteurs is medications. Now, weight gain, which I'm sure some of you are aware, weight gain can be a side effect of a lot of medications. Medications that treat bipolar disorder and schizophrenia and depression. A lot of medications that deal with mental health, that's a side effect because it's it's kind of throwing off a lot of your hormones there. And then also medications like heart medications like beta blockers, those all commonly cause weight gain. So again, the fix is kind of simple on this, but if you're having trouble losing weight and you're on any of those, you might want to talk to your doctor about the side effects of any medications you're taking. And maybe there's some other ways that you could deal with whatever it is that you're using the medication for, or there's some ways that you can kind of counter those effects. So maybe there's some alternative methods that you can use instead of those medications. Always a safe bet to talk to your doctor and try to figure out some alternatives there so that you can kind of get your body back on track. 
Now, number four of the five little-known weight loss saboteurs is artificial sweeteners. Now, a huge mistake I see a lot of people make is thinking that artificial sweeteners are the answer to satisfying their cravings and that it's not going to have any impact on their weight. And this just isn't the case. (laughs) Studies have shown that those who consume foods with artificial sweeteners have a 41% increased risk of becoming overweight or obese because you're still feeding that sweet tooth. It's just with a different thing, right? And the fact is that artificial sweeteners confuse the body's ability to recognize that it's had enough food and it causes more cravings for sweet food. It like heightens that sensitivity for sweet foods to make up for the calorie deficit. Artificial sweeteners can also wreak havoc on your metabolism the same way sugar does. It still throws off your blood sugar and messes with, it can mess with your hormones. It can mess with like the nerve signals in your brain. So they really can affect a lot of things. So here's the fix. If you choose a sweetener, if you want to choose a sweetener, I always recommend going with something like stevia and finding like pure stevia leaf, not like the one that has a bunch of other crap in it because there's a lot with like some fillers and stuff or using something like monk fruit. But neither one of these have an effect on your blood sugar like artificial sweeteners. Now, I will tell you as well, and if you're if you're keto or have done keto and you're listening to this, you might be like screaming like, no, there's other ways. So there are some other what what are called sugar alcohols that you've probably seen like sorbitol and things like that. And erythritol, all of those are sugar alcohols and a lot of like keto friendly things because, you know, when you do keto or low carb, whatever, sugar is a big no, no. And so when you're, when you're eating foods or you're, you're baking or whatever, a lot of those recipes that are keto call for things like erythritol and it, it is a sugar alcohol and it supposedly doesn't affect your blood sugar like, like regular sugar does. And so that's a safe bet. But I, but I have like a, I just want to make like a warning here, like a disclaimer, <laughs> because a lot of the sugar alcohols have mixed feelings about them, right? I mean, I do think they're better than eating regular sugar. I think they're better than eating artificial sweeteners. But a lot of them still have interesting reactions in the body. And there's not a whole, honestly, there's not a whole lot of research on those to know like long-term effects or like things like that. But I will tell you that a lot of times because it it isn't metabolized in your body, broken down like effectively, efficiently, it really can cause some digestive issues. Like I cannot eat anything with sorbitol like at all. Like that's like asking for a disaster. So no, for me personally, it does affect me. So anyway, my point is you can find stuff like that that has like erythritol or sorbitol in it. Those are sugar alcohols. And there's just, it's just kind of a lot of inconclusive studies and stuff on those. But just be mindful that it can't, if you have a sensitive stomach, sensitive digestive system, I I just say use of caution. Okay. So last one here, number five of the five little known weight loss saboteurs are toxic products in your home. Now, toxic chemicals from just common household cleaning agents um, cosmetics, plastics, and a lot of other things that you use like to store things in. All of these toxic chemicals are stored in the fat tissues of your body. And this is what helps propagate disease and it can slow your metabolism. It can end up adding up to unhealthy weight gain. It also acts as it disrupts your endocrine system, your, your hormones. And so it can throw your hormones off, which again is going to affect your metabolism which can also lead to an unhealthy weight gain or just weight gain in general. 
chemicals like you might see like PCBs, things like that. They disrupt your normal endocrine activity, which is like your hormonal activity in your body. And these hormone disruptors can really affect you in a lot of ways. Like they can interfere with the activity of estrogen and androgens and other hormones that regulate fat metabolism in the body. So that's really how they affect you. So what's the fix, right? You're like, well, crap, what do I do about this? That's pretty serious. And there, it's really pretty simple. Like a lot of the green products you use, you're doing your body a favor, right? You know, not only the environment, but it's really for your body. So when you choose non-toxic items over toxic ones, cleaning agents, right? When you choose glass over plastic or metal, and then just move more towards natural cleaning products, that's really going to help get rid of a lot of those you know, plastics and chemicals that are in these toxic products. So that's it, y'all. Those are the five little-known weight loss saboteurs. And if any of those ring true for you, I'd love to hear about it. And if you need help, like, attacking any of these, I'm always ready to help kind of get, put you in the right direction for those as well. And yeah, hope y'all got a little bit of good stuff out of this episode that you can make a couple changes from all of this. And I will see y'all next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I know how I can provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics that you want to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza or visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all. Thank you.